Welcome to Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. If this is your first time clicking on the episode of the podcast, it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. You probably think this show is just about fitness. Well, it is, but I'm a character fitness coach, and so I actually deal with all of the weight, not just what shows up on the scale or what you see in the mirror, because what I've learned in coaching women is that it's never about the weight that we can see, but it's more so about the weight that we're mismanaging, our mental and our emotional weight. And so I teach skills and strategies to help women find their fitness identity. And I believe we can do that in three phases and some women do it all at once, but the phases are one, the education, knowing more about your body, taking care of yourself and developing an awareness. The second part is skill, where some of us are on our journey and we're already working out, we're already exercising some discipline because we've learned enough that our why is strong enough that we can move to this phase. And last but not least is resources. And that's why I created the Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery Movement and Community Group, because I know we're going to need support and accountability as we adopt our new lifestyle and our new habits. And so I'm super excited about Melody Wade being here on today because I'm always inspired by her content and her deep love for God. I know you're going to immediately feel connected to her because her voice is just such strength there and such wisdom and insight. And so this is a really good episode. Make sure you have your pen and your paper ready. If you don't, no frat, just listen back to the episode so you can get what it is do you need to get. And don't forget to go back and check out our last episode as well, where I had Sasha expert and she shared some amazing gems. And so I know you'll find value in this episode on today. For me, Precious, I I did not grow up with confidence. Um, I grew up with low self-esteem. I had a really, really bad spirit of shame. I, re- I can remember all the way back to four and five years old, having just a huge spirit of shame on me. And so that shame carried with me all through my teenage life, my adult life. It affected how I showed up. I always had a mask on, always hiding behind several layers, just always afraid to show people who I really was, just afraid to be authentic. So. This boldness that you see now through the videos, this wasn't always me. Um, like I said, back to four and five years old, I just remember being shamed, um, being molested at six. Okay, it, uh, was I never even told anybody that I was molested until in my adult years in my twenties. So I carried that with me through all my life, and then um, at twenty years old, entering a fifteen-year extremely, extremely toxic relationship that really stripped me and robbed me of every bit of peace and joy that I had. So I do have a a, a strong background in shame, but I've been able to um, overcome the spirit of shame, overcome the spirit of low self-esteem and overcome the spirit of not feeling worthy and really propel for into boldness and confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I, I get that. And uh, your story uh, resonates with mine uh, so much. And and I never knew how to really put that into words. And honestly, mm-hmm. you just saying that really was a revelation to me because shame is uh, often something that shows up for me as well. Mm-hmm. And I never really pinpointed that back to mm-hmm. childhood molestation. Yes. But I do remember feeling that um, sense of guilt, mm-hmm. you know, and always really asking myself mm-hmm. is there something I could have done you know mm-hmm. what what kind of little girl really did I had to be mm-hmm. in order to re- attract that type of perversion yes. you know yes. and it's taken a lot of work over the years to really um undo that thinking mm-hmm. to undo that thinking that it was something that I had actually done and so I can wholeheartedly um attest to shame that shows up and you know what it's so crazy because the shame that we're actually talking about mm-hmm. it's it's a shame that only seems to show up when you're walking in the spirit mm-hmm. like when you're really trying to do the work of the Lord because I don't remember I, I was talking to you and I was telling you you know when I was like letting people record me when I'm twerking or whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing there was no shame like post it like mm-hmm. please post all the pictures, <laughs> like, all, you know all of the live, all mm-hmm. of the turn yes. post everything, you know, but the moment mm-hmm. I started trying to really step out mm-hmm. to walk in obedience to what it is that God called me to do, it was like immediately the people, mm-hmm. the places, the things that I used to do, the things from my past that didn't even have anything to do with me, but my upbringing, mm-hmm. or maybe someone finds out that my mom, you know, abused drugs and mm-hmm. my father was this and that, and right. you know, how do I really deal with all these things? they started to really rush over me, mm-hmm. right? And it's been a real fight and a real struggle mm-hmm. to find the courage yes. to speak. And sometimes it's almost like physical symptoms that you feel. Mm-hmm. You can like feel nauseating. Oh. You know, you're like, what in the world is happening? So have you had that experience? Listen, I have had, even right now, my armpits are sweating, okay? And I- Stop! Oh, right this second, they're sweating, okay? Because- it's still a journey. I'm, but I am deciding to show up bold, no matter what, you know, a lot of times we ask God, we ask God for things and we have all these desires on the inside of us. And we're constantly launching desires out here into this atmosphere. And God will bring you opportunities to give you what you're asking for to see how you're going to show up. And so I'm deciding just to show up anyway, sweaty armpits and all. And It's funny that you said that because, see, for me, it was the complete opposite. For me, it didn't matter if I was twerking in the world or, you know, at the altar at church. I still was just shame. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it it just didn't matter. I, I was really afraid for people. It's like I was constantly hiding behind a veil and was afraid for people to see Melanie. I was afraid for people to see the authentic, real me and I've had to do a lot of deep work and inner work to even and even and even enter therapy to kind of get to the root of some of those things. So I have learned how to show up as my, as my most powerful self, but it has been a journey and it still is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love what you say about it being a decision, right? Mm-hmm. Because as we try to become, everybody wants to throw that around. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. Cause I love your work about manifestation yes. and how bold you are spiritually with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I know you got a relationship with God. Yeah. I could just tell, yes. you know? mm-hmm. but 
what we have to realize is that when we're being called to be our higher self mm-hmm. or we're growing in our relationship with God, mm-hmm. we're going to have certain convictions mm-hmm. and certain things are going to happen, right? And convictions aren't always like, oh, I can't drink no more mm-hmm. or, oh, I don't club no mm-hmm. more. Convictions can also be uh, things coming to our awareness that we just really need to fix within ourselves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And one, one of the things that I, I try to do with the women is refrain and come from a place of empowerment and the reality is this this did happen when we were younger Mm -hmm. mama did this daddy didn't do that Mm -hmm. you know whatever but we have to decide at some point Mm -hmm. that we want to be well and those decisions can happen all throughout the day depending on how much trauma we have what it is that we're unpacking, what we're unlearning, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do. You honestly, when they say you go to war in the spirit, yes, you, do. you are going to war for your wholeness. Yes. The enemy does not want you to have your mind. Mm-hmm. The enemy does not want you to have the things that you desire, mm-hmm. the things that God desires, yes. right? But oftentimes those things are beyond our decisions. Even mm-hmm. if that decision is I'm going to do it with sweaty yes. armpits. I'm going to do it with my voice struggling. Yes. I'm going to do it not knowing how to all to do all of the things that you need to do for a podcast yes. I'm just going to do it anyway and trust God yes. that I will grow in my confidence and in strength and sometimes you show up and it's like okay I'm nervous every single time mm-hmm. but it's something about that that also keeps me in a posture of humility yes. and reminds yes. me so that my ego don't ever show up it reminds me oh you need me when you go live Yo, yes. like you need me on this podcast yes. like you need me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying uh, <laughs> absolutely yes so that, that all of the time too like I think a lot of time the nervousness comes from it's like I never want to just be in self like I want God to always be in the forefront in which he is but I never want to get so arrogant that I'm just like oh I got this you know and like to the point where I'm not connecting to spirit you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. and you know uh, uh, another thing for me was I really had to draw the correlation between this really helped me in my confidence. I had to draw the correlation between worthiness and confidence. And what I found was me not even feeling a lot of people don't feel like they're worthy, to be honest. And worthiness is for me, my definition of worthiness is seeing yourself how God sees you. And sometimes that's a struggle for people to truly see themselves as their most fearfully, fearless, wonderfully, lavishly, powerfully created sales. People struggle to see themselves with that in which it can affect how they show up in confidence. So that was the first thing I had to tackle because I had low self-worth. So I tackled that first um, to be able to start doing the work so that I could show up more confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's so hard for us to admit that our self-esteem isn't where it needs to yeah. be. Our, our, our self-assessment, our value isn't what it needs to be, right? But if we can just take a second and realize that how we've almost been programmed and taught mm-hmm. that our value should be in everything else. Right. Our value should be in our education. Our value should be in our career. Our value should mm-hmm. be in the body shape or type we have, mm-hmm. whether or not we have a husband or if we're single, we tie our value to so many different yes. things that it is hard for us to see ourselves the way that God mm-hmm. 
actually created us in the way that God sees mm-hmm. us, regardless of what our status is, yes. right? And so that is certainly a hindrance. And I remember listening to a podcast or something mm-hmm. once and they were, oh, oh, it was Kevin Samuels and everybody was up in arms because he was talking about a high value woman. Mm-hmm. And what he was telling one young lady is, you can assess your car at any value you want mm-hmm. to, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But if it is a Honda, it's a Honda. Mm-hmm. And if you put it on the market, it's only worth what a Honda is right. worth. And I think a lot of us, we have masked our value mm-hmm. with the trinkets of all of the other things, mm-hmm. our jobs and this and that. And that's why when we don't have the job anymore or when we aren't in the relationship anymore or we're going through a divorce or we're still single at this time, we start to feel like something is wrong with yes. us and we can't be anchored in knowing that we are still fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Like, so what is that work? What, what has that internal work been like for you to really stay anchored in that place of knowing that your value is in how God sees you? Well, the first thing I had to do was really visualize, okay? Like how, the woman I wanted to show up as. Who is that woman? I had to ask myself, Melanie, how do you really want to show up? Stripped of all your fears, stripped of every, all these limiting beliefs, how would you want to show up every single day? And I literally visualized that. What does her habits look like? What does she do every day? What kind of choices is she making? You know, and so after I visualized that over and over and over again, like this is the woman I want to be. This is the woman I am going to be. Then I started tackling some of them limiting beliefs that I had, like being fearful, that that low self-esteem, big thing, that shame, really big thing, that not feeling worthy, a really, really big thing. I started really dealing with some of those limiting beliefs that I had. And what I had to do was tell myself that when I'm in fear, when I'm in shame, when I'm in guilt, like God does not support that because it's the complete opposite. He's not going there with me. Now, he's he's graceful towards me. He's very, very graceful towards me, but he's not going there with me to support my fear, to support my shame, to support my guilt. So I'm just over here just being in shame and in guilt. And God is like, no, this is not how I created you. So I had to keep telling my things this, myself this over and over again, again, with attacking those limiting beliefs. And then what I started doing is setting powerful intentions for myself for how I wanted to show up every single day. Then after I started setting those powerful intentions, I changed my prayers, okay? And when I mean I changed my prayers, I started praying more from an authoritative level, not a helpless level, just more understanding, okay, I am a divine being. I am an extension of God. I am made in the likeness and image of God. Me and God are one. We are in unity. I am in him. He is in me. We are one. So I'm going to pray from a position of power and authority so that I can start seeing some transformation in my life. So that's what my journey has looked like in order for me to start showing up in more confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and that totally translates in your in your videos and in your messages. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, she has a real relationship with God, uh, you know, because you come from a place of power, mm-hmm. you know, and when your relationship shifts from see, some of us think we have a relationship with mm-hmm. God. Right. But we can tell by our prayer mm-hmm. life and we can tell by the way we walk mm-hmm. in and the way we talking about mm-hmm. something, what that relationship is really yeah. like. But more than that, we can tell by our actions. Yes. We can tell by how often we're going into something armpit sweating, Mm -hmm. 
um, st- uh, you know, n- uh, stomach in mm-hmm. knots, just trusting that God, you are going to show mm-hmm. up, you know, and the more you do that, the more you give your prayers an opportunity to manifest. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about when I'm over here in mm-hmm. shame and I'm over here, you know, we'll pray for forgiveness mm-hmm. and sit over there still not forgive yeah. ourselves. Like we will pray, we will pray and cry and sit there in shame for 50 oh, yes. years about something that is in the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah. Like, and like you said, you are over there on your mm-hmm. own. You are missing yes. out on the thing. You know, we could just really, and and, and not in, not in a, a dysfunctional mm-hmm. way, but when you really get to a place where you understand the relationship that you have with mm-hmm. God and that Jesus really died for your mm-hmm. sin and the things that are available to you because you are a child mm-hmm. of God. Yes. You understand that God, I understand I have grieved mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. right? I have grieved Holy yeah. Spirit and I, I am I repent yes. for that. Yes. Now the second part of that is that when I get up, because I love God and because I'm in such a covenant with God, that I'm not going to get I'm not going to stand up with mm-hmm. this. Absolutely. Now the courage comes in me forgiving myself, yes. right? That's the real courage. Yes. The real character mm-hmm. is I'm going to stand up and I'm going to make a conscious decision to speak against this shame every time it shows up. Cause it's not, yes. gonna go away, it's not, right? it's not, it's, 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 it's not, this is a journey and this journey has no destination. And so, like you said, it is a <laughs> conscious de- decision to be made every single time that you are going to show up no matter what blood, sweat, tears, sweaty, sweaty armpits, pits, you know, like you said, stomach and knots is a decision and it has to be deliberately mm-hmm. and consciously made no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the commitment. That's the, that's, oh, that's the obedience that God wants to see. And I'm, I'm almost to a point where it's like, when that shame shows up, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't want me to do yeah. this. You know, and, and now I have this relationship with it that is like, oh, well, well, what's behind this yeah. door? Because now the enemy is almost working in my favor because it's so obvious when he's showing mm-hmm. up. It's so obvious by how I'm feeling. And now I recognize this feeling that is no longer a limiting feeling, mm-hmm. but one that points me in the direction that there is more here. There's yes. something else that I need to be tapping into. And I know you can attest to this. So many blessings has come of a, of a yes. result of me walking in yes. my confidence. What about for you? What have you noticed, even in your relationship with God, since mm-hmm. you have been you know, declaring that you will do it anyway? Um, let's see. I've noticed... The more and more I have um, decided that I am going to be bold, I am going to just um, not be afraid of who I am in God and just be my true, authentic, magical, dope, creative, and powerful self. So many opportunities have opened up for me. First thing is, I, you couldn't have never paid me in, in a million years to tell me that I was going to be a personal coach. No way. <laughs> I, I didn't think that was mm-hmm. going to be in my cards. But somehow, everything I've ever been through in life, even up to this point, okay, I've been able to develop a system and a format and a strategy and a framework for other women based off of all the things I've ever been through. And it all started with me deciding, like you said, to take action for my own self. And, you know, 
for me, I like to put things in a, a lot in um, just plain terms. And I had to tell myself one time, okay, Melanie, you decide a lot of things every single day. You decide how you want your hair. You decide what you're going to put on for today. You decide what you're going to eat. You decide all of these things every single day that we don't realize that we're making conscious decisions about. But then when it comes to real things in our life that we have to, like when it comes to our, you know, feeling worthy or being fearless or taking bold action, we struggle. So it's just like, why do we struggle with these things? But we're, but we don't, we fail to realize that we are making decisions every single day. You see? Mm-hmm. 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 And you know what though? And we get so, we get so hung up on the one thing that we don't feel yeah. empowered about. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of shame surrounding uh, fitness mm-hmm. for women. There's a lot of shame surrounding finances. There's just a lot of shame surrounding things that a lot of us right. deal with, Right. you know, uh, trying to manage mm-hmm. our lives, you know, all of the many different hats that we wear and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit for the conscious decisions mm-hmm. that we're making. And we also don't take a moment to assess the energy that we're putting into places that's either unnecessary mm-hmm. or it's too right. extreme. It's mm-hmm. too abundant yeah. in that area. And oftentimes we're doing that as a way to avoid the real work that we actually need to do with ourselves, right? Making those mm-hmm. conscious decisions about things that would really change the trajectory mm-hmm. of yes. our lives. We put those on a back burner because some of us are afraid of going to that mm-hmm. next level. You know, what does that look like? What level of accountability mm-hmm. would that require out yes. of us, right? Because every time we make a conscious decision to do something and we are elevated to another level, that requires a level of accountability yes, out of us. And the reality is a lot of us really don't want to be accountable for doing mm-hmm. the work, but I heard something that will change my life mm-hmm. forever. And Um, I can't remember who said it, but what she said was, I'm responsible for me and you're responsible for you, right? And and this is how we we have to see ourselves as women, even us as coaches. I'm doing the Mm -hmm. work for me, sweetie, so that you can see that the work is possible. Like that's my part. Like my job is to be someone that's not talking to you about it, but I'm actually going to make the sacrifice and the commitment in my life to be the walking billboard for what it is that can happen if you truly commit to doing this work, right? But your job is going to have to be to take this and to do it for yourself because nobody else is going to be able to do that. So as a coach, like, what do you tell a woman who maybe is on the brink or the fence about if she needs coaching, if she's at a point where, you know, she needs to reach out to someone to help her, if, even even if coaching mm-hmm. can help her, what would you say? To if, that if she's wondering if coaching can help her, mm-hmm. I ask, has she ever made an, a true investment into her own self? Have you ever really made mm-hmm. an investment into self? And what do you stand mm-hmm. to remain the same? Yeah. I always ask that. Mm. what's at stake if you remain the same? Can you tell me some things for you that you think would have been at stake or what your fate would have been if you had not have done the work? You know, since we're talking about fear, one of my fears is not truly living out my purpose. Like, you know, I envision, I have this vision all the time of God saying, yes, this is why I created you. Girl, you are doing it. And for me, it's like, 
for me to have never decided to show up for myself, I will be missing out on the, so many divine opportunities. Like when you decide to really flow and operate in purpose, the abundance of God and the abundance of this universe just starts overflowing in so many areas of your, of, of, of your life. And for me, I just didn't want to live a low life. I didn't want to play small anymore. I, went, I didn't want to shrink. You know, I wanted to play big. That was important to me. And so that's why I decided to start doing the work because I really wanted to be all God wanted me to be. I wanted to fulfill my full existence for why I was even created in the first place. That was really important for me to be. But I know that's a big job and I know that it comes with a lot. So I knew I had to get serious about doing the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy that you said that was your fear because I always mm-hmm. have this vision uh, when we when we're at judgment, <laughs> right? right? God shows us like all of the things right. that we could have had, right? You know what I mean? And see, this is mm-hmm. what life is about. It's, it's like making the decisions at the mm-hmm. right time. You know what I'm saying? Like having that Mm-hmm. courageousness to 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 be bold and you know to respond um and every time we don't respond we miss mm-hmm. out on something um this mm-hmm. whole podcast was really built on me being able to teach women about the spiritual gift mm-hmm. of vitality is what which is what you get in exchange for caring mm-hmm. for your temple mm-hmm. right and i can't explain to you what it feels like to be 34 but to feel like my body is mm-hmm. 15 or 16 yeah that can only mm-hmm. be experienced. Um, and because I feel that way, I know that I live life right. in the abundance, that I dare to do things that women my age have put away mm-hmm. many years ago. Their knees <laughs> don't allow them to do it. They're, you know, they're scared, mm-hmm. you know, they're scared. You know, I still skate, I still do a lot of things. And I said, wow, now what would happen if I continue to do this? What does this have to feel like when you're 60 and you feel mm-hmm. 30? You know, this is such a gift from God. And because I have that confidence in my body and my physical ability and capability mm-hmm. to do certain things is giving me confidence in other areas of my life. And so what I talk about is really taking that spiritual journey with God for God to yes. show you your, your unique yes. directions for God to start strengthening you. You know, if you never started going live, if you never really started putting yourself out there. I wouldn't have never connected right. with you. Right. And so everything, Thing is divine yes. and that's how I always open up the podcast it's not by accident it's by mm-hmm. divine purpose and the more you start really responding yes. to that you will get addicted to moving yes. when you should move doing it afraid doing it with the armpits a little bit sweaty with the knots in your stomach because you realize every time I don't yes I'm missing out this is the direction that I need to be going right because like you said you know fear ain't yeah. where God resides God gave us power, mm-hmm. love, and a sound mind. And so we always have to be tapping into those resources. So listen, you have truly blessed me per <laughs> usual. Now we're going to do what we do and we're going to follow you, keep yeah. in touch with you, woman of God, encourage you, right? And continue to allow you to inspire us as we uplift you to do this kingdom work. So can you tell us what projects you have going on, how we can stay connected with you? Don't yes. be shy. Because we're always looking to build our social media portfolio with good women because we're always crying about we don't know like-minded, like-hearted, and like-spirited women. And so here we are introducing you to good energy, women who want to win and women who have a heart of God. So 
tell us what you have going on and how we can get connected with you okay, on the social Okay, sure. Platform. I have two babies, okay? My first baby, okay, is my Pretty Girls Pray intention-setting prayer call that I do every single Monday. Every single Monday, we set our week in motion with a five to seven minute intention setting prayer at 7.30 a.m. And it is really, really powerful. I do it on Zoom. And all you have to do is, um, well, my, my social media handle on Instagram is Melanie M. Wade underscore, okay? And um, I send out the Zoom link. All you have to do is send me a request. I send you the link so that you can join every single Monday at 7.30 a.m. It's really, really a powerful five to seven minutes. It really helps you to show up your week show up in your week in power and in awareness. Um, it really helps you get through the week. That's my first baby. And then my second baby is um, my showing up in power super online course where I am a personal um, coach um, to different women where I help women who are struggling with, you know, feeling low or don't have clarity or confused or um, in toxic cycles and toxic relationships and how they, for having them to start to begin to show up in boldness, clarity, and in power. And I have a five-step framework that I, where I show women how to do this. So I have two babies. And so um, you can connect with me on Instagram. Again, it is Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M, Wade, W-A-D-E underscore. Send me a DM, send me a message. I would love to connect with you. And, you know, for, for me, just, just the fulfillment that I have knowing that I am truly being of service, like it's no other feeling, that fulfilling feeling to just to be of service. And so um, I'm just really excited about what's more to come. Look, I'm right there with you, that feeling that you talk about to um, be of service. And uh, I really yeah. feel that in your heart. And I'm so grateful that you were able to be here with us on the podcast. All everything, all of your information will be linked in the description. You guys make sure that you head over, follow her. You know how we do. Go into the DM, let her know how this podcast, if it spoke to you and resonated with you, let her know that. And thank you so much again, Melanie, for being here with us. And we will be in prayer for all that you have going on. Thank in you so much, endeavors. Precious. Uh, it's an honor. It's an honor. I realized that Melanie and I may have scared you guys a little bit, right? Talking about those sweaty armpits and the anxiety that shows up in our stomachs. But perhaps you are like us and you may be on the brink of doing something different. You know, you're just at this season of your life where you know more and you want to do better. And so an opportunity is before you where you can make a different decision, a healthier one. You know where all of the other decisions have led you, right? And so I want to encourage you to move forward because what I found, I can't speak for the sweaty armpits, but I can speak for the butterflies, the nervousness, and the gut issues, is that when I move in the direction that God is telling me to move, it will subside. And there will always be evidence that this was the right choice. It comes with even more peace than I had before I embarked upon that really scary thing that I felt God nudging at me to do. And so I encourage you to do the same. Make sure you connect with Melanie. Follow her on Instagram. Connect with her content. Send her a DM. Let her know how this episode blessed you. 
and be sure to share this podcast, rate and review it. This is how new listeners find us and they become connected to our community. Speaking of communities, if you're not in our Faith, Fitness and Self-Discovery private Facebook group, I want to cordially invite you there. One, because they always know what's going on first, whether I'm teaching, I have events coming up and I go live in that group. That's an opportunity for us to engage and it's an opportunity for you to be in an area with like-minded, like-spirited and like-hearted people who want the best for themselves and want better for you. And so if you're thinking about your fitness journey, I want to let you know there's no better time to get started than now. And it doesn't have to happen at the gym. It can happen with the click of a button, whether you sign up for coaching or whether you just connect with the group. It's all still part of you moving towards becoming a healthier version of yourself. Until next time, be blessed.